You wake up, you brush your teeth, you wash your face. You wake up, you brush your teeth, you wash your face. You wake up, you want to lay there a little bit longer than normal. Hello there. Are you a victim of getting off track? We all strive to be consistent in our everyday lives, but if we stray, it's not the end of the world. Now you too can stay on track and build your credibility with the OUS 5000. With the OUS 5000, you too can establish your reputation, remain accountable, and create and maintain your message. Now you can get your OUS 5000 by calling 1-800-LET'S-TAKE-A-DEEPER-LOOK. This is... This is Open Shop, the podcast, the podcast that documents the journey, 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 the journey of building and launching Open Shop, the small business geo marketplace. Welcome to another episode of Open Up Shop, the podcast. My name is EA Green, and I am your host, and we are here to navigate the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and to conquer those obstacles by just getting started. All right, so if you listen to the skit at the beginning of this episode, you hear that today we are talking about consistency, and then we're going to talk about consistency as being the driver of creating credibility in your brand, in your business, anything and everything, and it is so crucial. All right, so person I have here today who I felt like who would be able to help us out to cover this the best is a good colleague by Amber Rich Book. All right, what's going on, Amber? What's going on? What's going on? What's up? Open up shop. All right, so Amber, uh, let the listeners know a little bit about yourself. A little bit about myself. I am an empowerment speaker and coach. I facilitate experiences where people learn to dig deep within themselves to create the lives that they wish to live externally. Okay. And I run a podcast too. I run for the love of millennial podcast. So I'm a, I do a little bit of everything, but everything that I do threads together with the intention to inspire and empower and uplift others. All right. So you said a, a really great word in there and you said intention and, you know, I yes. definitely, you know, realized, you know, over the last, you know, three to six months that, you know, when you do stuff with intention, like it just changes everything. Right. And it just creates a level of thoroughness. And, you know, you just know that you're doing everything with a purpose. And I think it translates yeah. through, you know, your the out, the outgoing product or what you kind of put out into the world. So I'm definitely, you know, definitely intrigued. Definitely want to look more into that. All right. So before we get into the topic of discussion today, talking about consistency, can you let the listeners know what gets you started? So what gets me started again is my favorite word. One of my favorite words is intention. I'm very intention driven. Some people are driven by like having a great body. So they get up and go to the gym. Some people are driven by money. So they hustle hard. I'm driven by intention. And my intention is to make sure that I'm becoming the best version of myself. And so in understanding that I want to become the best version of myself, that's really what helps me to get started and make conscious decisions and be mindful of, you know, situations, people, places, things, and energies. So that might seem like a weird answer, but because no. I'm intention driven, yeah, that's what drives me. I understand. 
Um, I mean, so the thing is, one thing I, I've you know kind of definitely drive is that the you know sometimes inspiration and purpose comes in the weirdest places, right? Like I can listen to you know a, a Pusha T song, right? Even though I've never lived that lifestyle, but I can take bits and pieces and understand, like you know, the terms of the hustle, the the persistence, the the consistency of what you need right. to drive in order to kind of make things happen. So, right. you know, I definitely understand, you know, when in terms of intention, how that can really get you started in terms of making sure that you kind of have that purpose. All right. So let's get into today's uh, theme and discussion. So uh, when it comes to consistency, right, I was, you know, was doing my research, you know, learning more about you before we got into this episode. Right. Uh, I seen that you had a, you know, a, a, a very, how would you say, um, strong backstory, right? So can you right. let us know, like, where did A Rich Book come from? Like, what is the origin story of A Rich Book? What's the origin story of A Rich Book? So A Rich Book was once upon a time a married millennial. Mm-hmm. And so when I got married, I ended up getting two last names. And neither one of them were my maiden name. They were my husband's name. And so in the process of transitioning to being a single mom and a new divorce day, um, well, actually, even before before the whole divorce and things like that, as I began walking into my own brand, people would say Richardson Booker, Richardson Booker, Richardson Booker or Rich Brook or like nobody could ever get my name. And so what I did is I took the first four letters from each last name and just shortened it and condensed it into one last name. And it actually fit me because. I'm a nerd. So I love reading books. Right. And so I was like, yo, how crazy is that? Like right right now I'm reading like eight books at once. And then I'm an accounting, like I'm an accountant. So my background is money. No, I understand. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, yo, when people say, what's your name? I'm like, it's rich book, like a dollar sign in a book. Right. You can never forget me. Right. 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 And so you, so you um, went from, from people not being able to answer, to say your last name or be able to say your name consistently, but then going into a brand almost, which is right. just dope. I mean, that's just super dope. Right. You know, sometimes you just, some of those things just kind of come out of nowhere and, you know, you just kind of stick with it and run with that. Right. All right. So, um, so one thing, uh, so one thing, uh, you know, for this conversation, I've seen that you just recently released a interactive journal. All right. Can you tell us a little bit more about what that's called and what that's about? Sure. So I released an interactive journal or re-released an interactive journal titled um, Hashtag 30 Days of Consistency. Mm-hmm. And this interactive journal, because you have books and then you have journals. Right. But I want this journal to be something where you can understand mm-hmm. the intention. Again, I am very intention driven. Right. And so it's just like a supportive friend. It's like having me there without really having me there. Right. But understanding, like, in everything that I do, I tell people I can lead you to water, but I can't make you drink. I can give you the wisdom, but I can't make you apply it. Right. And so this makes the reader or the person who's participating with the um, 30 days of consistency, it makes them responsible for their results. It, it holds us accountable. And so I released the first draft of it or not really a draft. I created a challenge like for it back in 2015. Okay. And so from that, you know, it was just like different worksheets, like once a week. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to turn this into a journal. And so then I released it in 2017. Right. And then I revamped it, of course, and modified it. As I learn, 
I pass my knowledge back okay. through to people who look to me for guidance. Okay. And that way, you know, so I just definitely re-released it and it's it's you. And it's not something that you just use from January 1st to January 30th. Yeah. It's something that you can use all the time, right. no matter what. I understand. So uh, how did you create the, um, just to kind of get real practical about it, how did you create the credibility of, you know, being able to be an authority in that space? Like how, you know, a lot of times, you know, especially nowadays, people are, you know, are always, you know, pushing certain stuff. But, you know, people can see through the bullshit, right? And they can see through, like, all the murkiness. So how did you create your credibility in order to kind of be able to push it out the first time, let alone, you know, re, you know putting out a new iteration out for it? Right, right. So definitely in some of my morning videos that I listen to, Earl Nightingale, like a video from, like, the 1940s, it's, like, my favorite video that I listen to. Mm-hmm. And he talked about the problem with people and not being able to succeed is that they don't think people do not think. Right. Right. And because we don't think, we don't think strategically. We don't think of the how we don't think of the why we don't think of the, what we just take what it is here in the physical, just for what it is and not for what can happen. And I pushed past that. And so in order for me to teach about consistency, I had to become consistency. And in addition to Earl Nightingale teaching about, um, in addition to him teaching about thinking, he talked about being an expert. Okay. Like, you know, he's like, do you study your job? Like the doctor studies in med school to know about the parts of the body. Do you study the laws of the land just like an attorney does to be the best attorney that there is? And so it's like, hey, I really want to empower people and motivate them. Am I doing what I am encouraging other people to do? So I began living my life how I was sharing with other people to live their life. So what it came out to is that I was just doing things for myself and I was sharing it with other people. Okay. And because they see me applying it, that's how the credibility built up. I understand. So when it comes to credibility, you know, that Austin uh, is, you know, synonymous or one to one relationship with your uh, reputation. All right. So when you started to, you know, when you started to do this, like, how did you decide what ta- what path to take in order to kind of then stay consistent on that path? So consistency isn't always... You wake up, you brush your teeth, you wash your face. Right. You wake up, you brush your teeth, you wash your face. You wake up, you brush your teeth, you wash your face. The way that I teach consistency is by way of mindfulness. Okay. You wake up, you brush your teeth, you wash your face. You wake up, you brush your teeth, you wash your face. You wake up, you want to lay there a little bit longer than normal. Right. You don't get up and wash your face. You go drink some coffee. Then you brush your teeth and wash your face. The next day you wake up, brush your teeth and wash your face. The consistency is not breaking that particular habit, but being mindful of, hey, I decided not to okay. wake up and brush my teeth and wash my face. Okay. So the consistency that I'm teaching is not necessarily in action, which is needed, but in the mindfulness of the actions that you're taking, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, no, I understand. All right. So in reference to the interactive journal, um, you kind of walked right into you know my next question in the sense of, you you know you said it started off as a challenge and then you created the first iteration and you created another. Um, can you do you remember any particular reason that caused the change, and or in terms of like what happened 
you know, because I know you said that a lot of it is based off of your your personal interactions and things that happen with you and you kind of pass that through. So do you know, you know, or do you remember what happened? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So when there are new editions of books that come out all the time, it's because research, more research has occurred, um, more knowledge has, you know, has come to the light, more, you know, information has been discovered. And so the same thing here with 30 Days of Consistency, I wrote the initial 30 days of um, um, consistency or created that challenge for where I was at that time in my life. And where I was at that time in my life, I looked at consistency being those actionable and those physical actions that would take place. But as I began growing and maturing, one, in my spiritual journey, and then two, understanding myself and becoming one with myself and my higher self, that's why I understood because sometimes we get overwhelmed with the physical actions. And let's face it, sometimes... Things don't go the way that we plan and you want to just lay in the bed five minutes. It's not worth you getting stressed out or upset about because you didn't wake up immediately and wash your face and brush your teeth. But to acknowledge and be mindful of the conscious decisions that we're choosing to make. And so that's what led into the revamping of the journal and re-releasing it to teach us to to be more gentle with ourselves and more patient Mm -hmm. with ourselves. Um, because the more mindful that we become, then those physical, um, you know, habits will become more consistent right. physically. Right. So, so when you're saying mindfulness, are are you are you talking about in terms like the, you know, it seems like you're you're speaking out to a particular individual, like the, almost the perfectionist in in a sense, right? That if we establish habits. And, you know, things go led astray. We have to just are you saying that we have to be mindful of, you know, that's not something that the world made you do. It's something that you decided to do. And it's something that, you know, even though you have to be like I said, mindful in the sense that it may lead you astray. But then you have to be able to say, all right, this is not what I should be doing. And, then you know, kind of course correct. Is that what you're saying? So that is what I'm saying, but okay. I'm not saying it to one particular individual okay. because it's not it's not just to the perfectionist. It's to <laughs> the person who doesn't know where to start. Yeah. It's to the person who who makes that effort and then they make a mistake and then they're like, OK, this is why I didn't want to start to begin with. And then it is to that person who's like, I've done straight A's for the rest of my life. There's no way I can get a C. And when, right. when they get a C, it's like. Oh my God. So we are all in different phases of our life and understanding. So it's to each of us in each moment of where we are in life. Right. So no, that's fine. So the reason why I brought up the perfectionist, because I am one and there's plenty of times where, you know, family, friends, my fiance, you know, where I, something didn't go the way that it was planned. And, you know, I prepared everything that I needed to do in order for it to go according to plan. And it didn't. And, you know, sometimes, you know, it just goes astray. And right. and I, then I try to figure out, like, all right, what could I have done better to make sure that it, you know, it, does, it doesn't happen again? Or, you know, what did right. I not necessarily do right. wrong, but where are my opportunities for improvement? Right. But sometimes right. I, I obsess over it. And, uh, you know, it's something I am trying to work on. But I don't know. I think it's in the... The pursuit of Absolutely. being intentional with my actions and with my purpose, you know, I feel like there, you know, intention, like being intentional, kind of creates a sense of me trying to be accountable for Absolutely. you know my own actions and what I've set out to Absolutely. do. All right, so Absolutely. so in terms of talking, okay, about, I respond to that. 
Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Or being a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. So I once was a perfectionist and sometimes I still can be. Right. And I'm, I would, I am such a perfectionist that when I was in the third grade and I missed one problem on my, um, you know, times table quiz, right, right. I ended up being in the hospital for oh, like man. three days. And then in the fourth grade, when I got my first C, I was in the hospital for a week and the doctor told my mom, I was like, yo, this kid got to get a, a grasp on her life. I was such a perfectionist that I would put, like, after I would do my chores at home, I would write rules up for my siblings. And I'm like, hey, you need to, I just cleaned this bathroom. I just washed these dishes. When you yeah, wash, yeah, when yeah. you use a fork, put it over here. Don't put it in the right sink because the right sink is where I wash the dishes out. Right such a perfectionist that when I got married and I had children, I'm like, Hey, I'm doing everything the right way. I planned for it like this and it just didn't work out. It's coming to the understanding that the intention and the mindfulness teaches us to be gentle with ourselves. That's what helped me. Right. Because like, even with things, when things don't go the way that I plan, I learned to laugh at it. And I'm like, Amber, why is it? Why are you mad? Like legit, it makes you that intentionality and that mindfulness. It makes you challenge your perfectionism and perfectionism is just a part of our ego self. Right. So me and my ego is like, yo, this is how it's supposed to be. Even with my kids, it's like, yo, this is how it's supposed to be. My for example, perfectionist. I'm like, okay, when you go, I said, Emery, go wash your face. The water was running for 10 minutes. I folded two loads of laundry and put them away while she was washing her face. I go in the bathroom, the washcloth isn't even wet, and the soap is in one hand, and her face is dry. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I told you to wash your face. I'm like, you know, we on a time, whatever. You asked me to go to church. Like, I'm trying to get you to church. You got to wash your face. Right. And so then my higher self was like, yo, chill out. Not, everybody's, not everything is going to go the way that you think it should go. Right. In the way that you want it to go. Right. And so then I said, okay, let me just help you okay. wash your face. That way it's getting what I need to get done is getting done. Right. But um, consistency and the intention and the mindfulness, those three things together challenge us and challenge our egos. It challenges us to break down that perfectionism, to understand that we are human. All right. So when it comes to being intentional and being mindful about what you're doing, it seems like it almost kind of almost creates a sense of accountability for yourself. Right. So when it comes to, you know, building a brand or building your business or building a podcast, for instance. Right. We know that your life doesn't go on hold. Right. And a lot of times this is now being compounded with all the organized chaos that you're already going through. All right. So can you talk about how you, you know, how you balance your, you know, your objectives that you set out for yourself with, you know, your brand and what you're, what you're kind of going out to be and what, how you balance that between that and your actual personal life. Right. So again, I have to say, like, I just can't like not say, but I am very intentional. I'm like, Hey, what is it that I want to accomplish? Okay. And because I understand what I want to accomplish in order to be successful, you have to have a goal. And if you don't know what that goal is, that goal should be just to become the best version of yourself, period. And so if that's your goal to become the best version of yourself because you don't have a specified um, vision or goal, 
that's when you're able to make conscious decisions to move forward. Instead of eating pizza, you'll eat a salad. Right. So for a podcast, I put myself on a schedule. I'm like, hey, I'm going to record two to three episodes a week mm-hmm. and plan it out that way and say, okay, I'm going to edit on this day and have it scheduled to release by Monday. When it comes to my day job, because I am in finance for a large tech company, I do my work. When I'm at work, I do what I'm supposed to do. And I view my day job as my investor. And so that allows me to get through my career a lot more excitingly, like with excitement and enthusiasm. And then in addition to that, I'm a mom of three little girls. So I definitely I put myself on a schedule. But I say it's a sliding schedule because there's space in there if things don't go as planned. Right. So although it's planned, I'm planning for the unraveling of the plan also. I wake up between 4.30 and 5.30. My girls wake up by 7.30. So I have time in the morning to myself to gather my thoughts, to plan my day. Right. In the evening time, by the time I get home, it's between 4.30 and 5.00. That from 5.00 to 8.00. That's mommy and daughter time because at eight, o'clock, at eight o'clock, my girls are in the bed right. and I'm asleep by 10, 30, 11. So it's all about making the conscious decisions to be intentional and be consistent. And that's where my balance comes in. Now, sometimes do I wake up at 430? No, there are days where I'm like, I just want to lay here and I'll lay there until right. six o'clock. Right. But I know that. I'm not going to be able to meditate for my 30 minutes like I want to. I know that I'm not going to be able to read five different books. I know that I'm not going to be able to do the full bang of my morning routine. And in that moment, I have to be okay with that. Why? Because I made the choice to lay there a little bit longer. I understand. So you talked about accountability. Accountability is knowing that with every action, there's a reaction. With every choice and decision, there's a consequence, whether that consequence be good or bad, however we perceive it. We just know that it is what it is because we chose for it to be, if that makes sense. Not a problem. And okay. just a quick, quick follow-up question. Have you gained any opportunities, um, you know, or lost on, on any that you, you know, based off of your, you know, surplus, surplus of consistency or yeah. lack of thereof? And can you let us know? Yeah, absolutely. 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 I've gained opportunities when it comes to speaking and having people invite me on their panels and keynoting their events and making connections. That's where I've seen a surplus. But then there came my inconsistency when sometimes we try to do everything on our own without a team, right? Right. You cannot, none of us are an island. We all need someone. We all need a team. We all need, you know, a board of directors in our life. Um, And I lost out on opportunities to interview certain, you know, people for the podcast because I'm like, I set a call with them. And then because I'm in mom mode, I forget to check my calendar. And then I'm like, oh, man, I missed them. And so by this point now, my, you know, my potential interview either gets canceled or it's or it's rescheduled. And sometimes when they're canceled and and there's no way for me to make it up, I would be hard on myself. But instead of me being hard on myself, it would be like, okay, what lessons are there are there for me to learn? Right. I went bowling with a friend of mine, and when I would bowl and I would like hit the gutter, I would be like, "Yeah, high five. I'm like, "Give me some." And my <laughs> friend's like, "Yo, you definitely just threw it in the gutter." I'm like, "Look, we celebrate failure around here, right. and dope. so I celebrate my okay. failures just like I celebrate my successes. Mm-hmm. 
Because in my successes, I always ask, okay, Amber, what did you learn from this? How could you have improved? And then the same thing with my failures. Okay, what did you learn from this? Right. And when we when we when we approach life from a learning perspective, a growth perspective, a healing perspective, it's gonna it's gonna flow a lot better. Got it. Okay, right, that's awesome. So, uh, yeah, that's that's gonna be the end of our uh, you know our general discussion. So let's take a quick break, and then we're gonna wrap things up. And we're back. So that was our discussion about consistency and how that is the driver of credibility. All right. So what I want to do, uh, Amber, is I want to take a moment to, you know, normally what we go through our next section is called concept startup growth, which is basically a summary of actionable advice that the listener can go through in order to, you know, so that no matter what, if they just wanted to listen to this one portion, they'll know exactly what we discussed. All right. So what I would love to do for this time is to use the, uh, the interactive journal that you created, right, in order to kind of go through the different sections of concept startup growth. All right, so the first portion is called concept, where we look at uh, creating a plan. So how does the interactive journal uh, help us plan when it comes to being consistent? So the interactive journal talks about goals. Okay. Goals is the foundation to planning. Having a goal is needed for anything, whether you plan on failing or succeeding. You have to have some type of goal and deciding not to set an intentional goal is setting a goal to fail. Oh, wow. The thing is, it's so funny how so simple, like how just so simple things can kind of really make a big difference. Right. And a lot of times, oh, yeah. you know, people think that has to be super extravagant and it really doesn't have to be. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's get into the next portion, which is startup. And this is going to be based off of executing the, that plan or executing those goals. So how does the, uh, the journal help us do that? So the first concept of planning or of goal, right, setting your goal, then with the startup, that's where mindfulness comes in. Because oftentimes if we jump right in and say, I'm going to work out seven days a week, three times a day, bop, 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 right. you might crush it the first three days. But come day four, you're like, yo, why did I do that? Right. But if you become more mindful and say, OK, you're sitting on a couch, you're watching Netflix and you're like, I really want some popcorn or I really want something to drink. But the old you without the goal would just sit there and like, I'm not getting up because I don't feel like it. Right. But the new you or, the, you know, the goal setting you is like, OK, anytime I think I want something from the kitchen, I'm going to get up and go to the kitchen okay. because now you're being mindful. Right. And right. you're like, OK, I'm going to actively and be intentional. So when the thought crosses my mind, I'm going to go do it in that moment. Okay. And that's where the startup comes is being mindful. Got it. Got it. All right. So in the last section is the growth section. So this is the second where we're going to talk about, you know, how do you adapt or, you know, in terms of different things changing along the way or how do you maintain, you know, that mindfulness of, you know, trying to be consistent? Application, application, application. If you don't fail in life, then you don't need to be here on earth. You need to go ahead and go on to your next life in another world because failures come, successes come. And, we often get success like confused with like societal pressures and failures confused with societal pressures, right? But if we create our own definition of what success looks like for us personally, mm-hmm. what failure looks like to us personally, it'll be a lot better. 
And so in that growth aspect, bringing your goal together, bringing your mindfulness together and bringing your episode together, which means, okay, I'm not going to work out seven days a week, but I'm going to make it my intention to at least work out at least one day this week. And when you do that, you'll feel so much better. You'll feel so much more accomplished because it all starts with our emotions, right? And these things, when we make it small and just build upon it, will grow. You'll, you'll definitely see the growth. Got it. Got it. All right. So that was concept startup growth when it comes to consistency. So we're just going to move right along and get into our call to action for this episode called hashtag comfort zone killer. And this is where you can, you know, see all the different quotes or music or different things that kind of help, you know, inspire us in order to kind of keep us going throughout the week until the next episode of Open Up Shop. All right. So, Amber, can you let us know what is the call to action to the listeners? The call to action to listeners is that what I tell everybody that I connect with is life is 10 percent of the other stuff. It's 10% of the situations. It's 10% of the people, places, things, the lies people tell on you, the failures, the wins, the successes, somebody not being there for you, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your children, your family. It's 10% of those things. And it's 90% of how we respond. And this goes into saying that, hey, we have circumstances, we have problems, but most importantly is how we respond. Are we choosing to think through them? Are we choosing to be strategic? It all goes back to putting the responsibility and the accountability on you as a person. And so my call to action to you is to understand that you are the 90% right? and be responsible for the 90%. So if you open the refrigerator and you take out your orange juice and it slips out of your hand and spills on the floor, I challenge you to chuckle because you couldn't control the orange juice from spilling, but you can control how fast you clean it up. Right. Okay. Awesome. So that is another episode of Open Up Shop. Uh, Amber, I want to thank you for, you know, for taking time out to, you know, to speak with us, you know, and in order to talk about consistency. Can you let everyone know where they can find you, where they can find the Interactive Journal, everything that you're a part of, you know, take that moment and, you know, I want you to, you know, get that, that humble brag on. (laughs) <laughs> humble brag on so you guys can connect with me on instagram at a dot rich book that's a period like the actual punctuation mark <laughs> rich book it is spelled how it sounds mm-hmm. um and then definitely go subscribe to my website www.arichbook.com and in the shop you'll find the 30 days of consistency journal you can also check out For the Love of Millennials podcast on Instagram at For the Love of Millennials and also subscribe to our site, www.fortheloveofmillennials.com. I promise this journal is not something you will get through. Sometimes people don't get through the first three days, but the journal is there that you can do it over and over and over again. Right. So thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. Of course. I really do appreciate it. Um, yeah, make sure you definitely go out and listen to her podcast. Uh, my fiance, uh, at Get You a Res was on there. Uh, and she, Get You a Res. Right. And, you know, they, like, it was a really great conversation. I was, I was in the background kind of listening in. But it was <laughs> super dope. All right. So tune in next week for your weekly dose of Make It Happen. But in the meantime, you can get more about the journey by following me at EA the Exec on all platforms. 
and learn more about OpenShop at OpenShopUS and OpenShop.com. Now go get your journey started and build your idea, project, or business. But just remember, all you have to do is open up shop. Peace.